everybody. Welcome to all my local loyal sports fans out there in Disneyland, wherever uh, we hello, are. Hello, everybody. I'm Mark. Hey, everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Mark. Welcome. You're on another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C. Uh, again, I apologize for what's going on with these links. Um, but we... we we work it out. We under pressure. We work it out, and we got most of you people on. That's great, and I and I welcome you um, on this lousy weather day here in New York. Tomorrow is supposed to be nice for our three mile walk. <laughs> oh, tomorrow is Eisenhower Park, and um, we'll do that tomorrow. How, how's you the rest of the my softball field? Yeah, maybe I'll walk by there. Anyway, uh, how's it going in, uh, let's see, in Jersey? How's Jersey today? Rainy, but not, not much. You know, very light rain. Right. You should be uh, finishing up there as, as we finish up here. Yeah. What, what's yeah. going on in, uh, let's see, uh, California-wise? Well, it's been 100 all freaking week here. Really? But today, it cooled off. It's like 82, cloudy. Oh. And we may get dry thunderstorms. So they're telling people, mm. watch out, because... The lightning may hit the dry grass and we'll have more fires. Oh. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anybody uh, Anybody else out of the New York area here on vacation? Uh, Steve, how's he? Alan is in. He's got to got to leave. Oh, because, how's Connecticut? He's got the early bird dinner. Yeah, it's raining. <laughs> raining, raining. Well, the weather's coming here. Yeah, that goes that way. And uh, Steve, how's it out in the, uh, all the way out east? It's still raining. Raining, yeah. All right. Lousy day. Would have been our walk day today, but we, we quickly uh, moved it till tomorrow. So, welcome to show number 71. Yes, 71. And I thank you all for being part of that number. Um, just a reminder, show number 72 is going to be next Tuesday. I hope you wrote that down on your reminders and your calendars. Tuesday at four o'clock. Uh, don't use this link. <laughs> As I said, I'm going to send you an individual personalized link, which might be different than the usual update you get, or it might be the same. Should be the same, but we haven't been on the same page in the last few weeks. I will send you an email with the link each week from now on to our regulars, and maybe you'll get some new people. We'll try to get on with the new, with the uh, the update. Of course, it'll be, it won't go through. <laughs> or maybe it will. Uh, there's a chance my son, I've been promising this, uh, might be on, if not Tuesday, but the following Thursday. Okay, so there's a chance. We talked about it today. And uh, he's finishing up some business. And uh, he may come on and talk about, you know, Sports cards, the values of and what they look for and how they evaluate cards, the things like that. How come how come you look at three cards that look exactly alike and one's worth a thousand dollars and one's worth fifty cents? Mm. <laughs> Truly amazing. It tells you you have the fifty cent cards. That's right. That's what I have. All right, let's get this baby rolling. So we have 71. And as we said, the higher the numbers, the less people we, less famous people. So, who do we have for seventy-one? And I know Gerald always does his homework on this. So, what do you, who do you have? I have a few: Fred Dean, Larry Allen, Carl Eller, 
Walter Jones, George Connor, Alex Karras, Mitchell Schwartz, McCoy McLemore, Bob Weisenhahn, John Hodap, Josh Hader, Elmer Descens, and Taylor Dohit. The Hoagie Carmichael, too. <laughs> um, Alex Karras. Remember Alex Karras? Yeah. Uh, Hundo, Hundo. Yeah, Hundo, yeah. Uh, Josh Hader, I think, is the only ball player, current ball player with that 71 that we know of today. Unless, it, you know, some of these teams have, if you check the pitches on some of these baseball teams, if you don't follow regularly, these are like strangers, strangers in paradise, some of these names here, people who they have on their roster, who they bring up. So there might be a 71. The football players, you know, are going to change their numbers now that they're allowed to have single digits. Yeah. yeah. Don't have those big numbers there anymore, either. Right, right now, the Yankees, Alvarez is 71, right? Who is it? Alvarez. It's a switcher. The infielder. For the Yankees, he's 71. Velasquez. 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 Right, right, right. He's 71. I think he's 71, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's see. Uh, this day in sports. I did a little research on this one. I'm going to go back a few days because a lot of interesting things took place this week in, in sports. Does the name Joe Bauman sound familiar? No. Anyone remember no. the name Joe Bauman? B-O-U-M-A-N. Sounds Gerald, familiar. You know him? Yeah. Pitcher? This Outf- sounds familiar. Outfielder? No, he was a first baseman, I believe. <laughs> In 1954, uh, he hit 72 home runs for the Rosewell, Roswell, Rockies of Class C of some <laughs> Longhorn League. But right. 72 was a tremendous number back in those days. He, I think oh, he broke Dick Stewart's minor league record. Might have been. I think that's that happened, yeah. He, he, he spent some time with the Dodgers and the Braves organization. But he never made it, never came, never played. And Couldn't he, hit uh, the curve, right? I, that was, probably that was it. But he made a name for himself and he gets his name on this day in sports. Uh, in 1963, you know, I don't even have to 54 was bombing. In 63, Warren Spahn, he won his 20th game for the Braves. It was the 13th time he won 20 games. Wow. wow. Christy Matthewson for that feat. What was, uh, the date? what was the date of his win, you know? Yeah, today. <laughs> <laughs> this day <laughs> in sports. <laughs> uh, Just keeping you honest, on, Mark. Yeah. Actually, it was the eighth. It was wow. the eighth. The line was eighth. Um, today, let's see, 1904, the Boston Herald refers to the New York baseball team as the Yankees. And that was the first time they ever were called the Yankees, but they weren't officially the Yankees until 1913. Why did they call the Yankees? Yeah. Why? We thought you would give us the answer. Why? He played left field, right? In 1927, the Yankees had a Tony Lazari day. I guess his years were finishing up there, Tony Lazari, and that was 1927. Uh, in 1936, the Yankees beat the Cleveland team 12 to 9. Score means nothing, but they clinched the American League pennant on this date. 
Wow. So uh, early. It's the earliest anyone ever clinched in, in baseball so early. Wow. 1936. In uh, 45, Jimmy Fox hit his last home run in the big leagues. What was his final number? Who got that number? 534. 534. 534. Very good. And this date was his last. In 1955, Don Zimmer. Remember him? Yeah. He rested, he messed, yeah. rest in peace. Uh, well, he hit the Dodgers. And I thought this number was high when I read it. The 4,000th. Dodger home run ever. Doesn't that number sound a little high? Mm. That's what I read. In 1960, the Denver Broncos, yes, the Denver Broncos beat the Boston Patriots 13 to 10 in the first ever AFL game. Mm -hmm. Okay, 1960. 21,000 fans at Nickerson Field in, uh, in, in Boston. In 1965, Sandy Koufax, on the date, Sandy Koufax throws his fourth no-hitter, and it's a perfect game against the Cubbies in Dodger Stadium. Pretty good, huh? I got a few more. 1969, Rod Laver beats fellow Australian Tony Roach. Remember Tony Roach and Rod Laver at the U.S. Open? Same time of year, I guess, all these years. And he claimed his second Grand Slam. Different venue. Yes, and a different venue. Of course, this was in Forest Hills. Forest Hills. And, of course, Djokovic is trying to... That'd be the first time since 1970. Yep. Uh, And it was 50 cents with your geo card, by the way. I think so, yeah. In 1970, (laughs) Bowie Kuhn suspends Denny McLean for what? Gambling. 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 Having a gun. Carrying oh. a gun. Oh, really? Denny oh, right, right, right. McLean. In 1971, Gordy Howe retires from the NHL for the first time. After <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 25 years, because he came back. In 19, on this day, in 1972, the Soviet Union beats the USA 51 to 50 mm. in the Olympics oh, yeah. in that controversial uh, game. It took yeah, three yeah. tries yeah. to, and they finally won. <laughs> right. Right? That was amazing what happened. Yeah. In 1988, what a day today in sport. 1988, Bruce Suda joins Raleigh Fingers and Goose Gossage for 300 saves. And 1992, Robin Yount became the 17th person. And of course, there's been a, a lot more, but he reached 3,000 hits on this day. And there's one more. In, in 2017, coming up here. The, uh, the 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 uh, final, the U.S. Open final, uh, in 2017 was an all uh, USA uh, women's championship. Sloane Stevens beat Madison Keys, and that's what happened on this day. Lots of sports on what's today's date? Nine. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. nine. <laughs> all right. So I gave you a homework assignment for some fun, and I thought it'd be fun to roll off some of these. Um, your favorite baseball films. Anyone uh, do the assignment or do I have to give zeros out? <laughs> go ahead. Steven, you want to go first? Yeah, I got the Kevin Costner film for the love of the game. Okay. That's your top, the top one, love of the game? That's the one I like the best, yeah. Okay. You have a few more? You want to leave it with light? Leave it with that? No, I'll stick with that. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, go ahead. Gerald, you got a few? One? 
I've got, can I list four or only one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your quarter, yeah. Hey, wait, Steve. Okay. I, uh, I think Field, of, field of Dreams, Field of Dreams, The Natural, The Jackie Robinson Story, which was a documentary, and 42. Right. Okay. Someone's talking in the background. Please, please tell those people to uh, stifle. And uh, uh, anybody else have a list there? Uh, Michael? Yeah, I have. Uh, my favorite was It Happens Every Spring with Ray Milland. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I like the what Jerry said, the uh, Jackie Robinson story. Uh, it actually starred Jackie Robinson, which is very, very cool. And uh, that Kevin Costner movie, by the way, was on last night. It's great. Oh, yeah. Love of the game. It's, it's been on a lot. Yeah, they showed that a lot. Yeah, it's good. Uh, anyone else have anything to add? Joe, you got a few? Angel, I think it's Angel in the Outfield, Angels in the Outfield. They did a couple of those. There's a couple of yeah. remakes. There's the original yeah. and a couple of remakes. Original, the original, I think the original took place in Pittsburgh, and they show a lot of Forbes Field. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And I went to school in Pittsburgh, and I used to go, we used to go to Forbes Field. If you went, if you got there after the fifth or sixth inning, you could get in for free. <laughs> So we used to walk down the hill and go in and watch the last few innings of a game. It was nice to see Forbes Field with the, and uh, Pittsburgh's uh, Cathedral of uh, Learning in the background. Okay. Anybody else want to add to this? Or I had, uh, yeah, okay. Howie. Uh, bang the drum slowly with uh, Robert De Niro uh, about who played a catcher with a terminal disease. And yeah how they uh, rally behind them. And uh, there's a lot of baseball stuff in it. Uh, particularly, uh, they tried to, there's a card game they make up. And I think it was with uh, Phil Foster. Remember Phil Foster? He used to have like a game, sure. like a, a, a show after the Met game. Uh, and they make up this uh, game where they, uh, they beat, you know, they take money from any room. But that was a really good movie. Fred? This wasn't strictly baseball, but the Mo Berg story. I'm not sure if that's the exact title, but the mm, movie yeah. about him was very good. Okay. I never saw that one. I meant to always... It's, it's on cable every so often. I, I think I DVR'd it and still sitting there. Such a busy person. Hey, Fred. You know? yeah. Fred, yeah. what did somebody say about Mo Berg? He spoke about five languages and couldn't yeah. hit any of them. <laughs> right. Something like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had Field of Dreams as my top. I, every time I watch that, I, I, you know, it gets to me at the end, of course, everyone. Uh, a League of Their Own, I really enjoy that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Sandlot is fun. Um, I had Major League, Rookie of the Year, a Little Big League, yeah. Bad News Bears, the original <laughs> with, with Walter Matthau, I like. Um, but there's a movie from 1953 that I don't think I've seen in many 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 years but it, they it really they ran a lot when they had the uh, the million dollar movie on channel nine was mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. called the big yeah. leaguer any remember this movie with edward g robinson oh, who was yeah. a was a manager of like a uh, a league that would bring players to the new york giants right and right. They had, and then they'd be practicing during the spring. And uh, the, his top player was Adam Polachuk, 
a third baseman who hit the ball all over the place. Now played by Jeff Richards. It was a, I thought it was a fun movie to watch. And uh, I always remembered that movie. But thank you for uh, for playing the game. This, yeah, Fred, you want to add something? Yes, well, no, I just want to say one thing interesting. No one mentioned what film critics think is think is probably the best baseball movie ever. I don't happen to think so, but Bull Durham. Yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's a nice movie. Mark. Steve. You had the Pride of the Yankees. Yeah, where, uh, yeah I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah, well, but they had to shoot it in, in backwards, you know, uh, reverse because he was a righty and they, and they showed Gehrig, you know, so they, they developed it yeah. negatively, whatever the term would be. Yeah, I, I remember right. reading something about that. Yeah, yeah. Any, There's anybody? so many base, baseball yeah. movies. I think I made a list one, one year, years ago. Yeah, uh, it had over a hundred baseball movies. Yeah, anybody remember the Jimmy Pearsall story? Jimmy Pearsall yeah. story. Yeah. Pierce strikes yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yes. the name. That's right. Oh, Malden. Yeah. Oh, Think of the name. Milton, you want to say something? Milton. Great. Uh, the Pride of the Yankees. Not the Bride of the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to those New York Yankees in soon, but I want to talk about yesterday's Hall of Fame ceremonies. Then you guys watch it at all or taped it and, and, and Georgina. Did you watch it live or watch it later? I I didn't. I started to watch it, then I was taken away and I DVR'd and haven't haven't seen the speeches yet. But I was amazed on. Okay, it was on the Major League Baseball Network, which is broadcast all over. But ninety five percent was Derek Jeter. Do you agree? That's what it seemed like. Eric, I mean, Larry Walker and Ted Simmons, Marvin Miller. Uh, it took a, they took a, a backseat to, to Derek. Well, we're New Yorkers, let's face it. But there was, this was broadcast all over the, uh, I guess, I don't know how far that they go. but So what do you guys think? Anybody want to comment on it? What do you mean? It was a wonderful thing. Yeah. yeah. And did you see they broadcasted um, Jeter live and at... A Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Fred. Yeah, I wanted to say what, what Alan said. My son told me he he happened to, he was on the field when he was speaking. He says all the players stopped practicing in the media. Players on both teams just stood and, and watched his speech because they, they showed it on the on the big screen out in left field. Everybody like stopped and just and, and just watched it. Yeah. 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 Um. Afterwards, once it was over, oh, Steve, you want to ask something? Not going yeah, there, it was kind of interesting that uh, Harold Reynolds, uh, he was like emceeing it. He said that uh, he tells you how big uh, Derek Jeter is when Michael Jordan is uh, is uh, taking pictures of his speech. Michael Jordan was in the audience with Pat Ewing, and he was uh, using his phone to video uh, Jeter's speech. Uh, okay. Howie? Well, I thought it was interesting with Ted Simmons, uh, who... Apparently, he's a really smart guy and was into general management after his career was over. But Simmons's record was, is comparable to uh, Johnny Bench, really. Uh, and yet, the first year, he only got like 3.7% of the vote and he was dropped off the ballot. And it took all these years for the uh, Veterans Committee. I think he missed by one vote in 2017. And finally, he got, he got, in, into the hall, but 
this is a, a player who should have been in the hole long ago. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Larry Walker too. Larry Walker too. Yeah. This is yeah, his fifteenth year. year. I think it was his last year. Yeah. Last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Was. So afterwards, like the next morning, no, later that same day, I saw it on TV. They said, "All right, congratulations, uh, Derek Jeter and Larry Walker." Fans, you can now buy a commemorative bat. Did you see this one? A commemorative bat with yeah. all their statistics on it and all the yeah. things they, that have written the on their plaque. The Derek Jeter bat was for $149.99. The Larry Walker bat was $129.99. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing that all week. Yeah, and then uh, this morning in the newspaper, and if you have your papers today, I'm sure it's in your paper, they have a Derek Jeter statue. You could yep. buy three payments of $36.66. <laughs> Do the math, that's $109.98. But you can get that if you're a big, 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 big fan. Plus shipping and handling. I, I got in the mail for a Derek Jeter commemorative plate. <laughs> the Bradford Exchange or something. Wait a minute, I got a cardboard cutout of him. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But you know, put it on eBay, Mill. Um, I don't know if it was me and some of the people I hung out with during Derek Jeter's playing days, but one guy I hung out with, none of you guys know this person, but he's a big, 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 big sports fan. And a uh, great basketball player. And uh, he since passed away. But he always said Derek Jeter is overrated. Was overrated. He played on a team that had a bunch of winners. And he, he was a part of it. You put Derek Jeter on, let's say, the Cleveland Indians. I don't want to make fun of Cleveland Indians. Any other team. And... He might not have the same type of. Uh, that, that's bullshit. That really is bullshit because he he had a good over three hundred yeah. batting average. He had yep. five Golden Gloves. Yeah. He, he he had everything. He had the hits. Yeah. He had stolen bases. And that's so good. Put him on another team. Yeah, I mean, it's stats. Yeah. He had over fifteen hundred runs scored. Nineteen. Again, I think remember, he's on a team that that produces a lot. Yeah. So that's what the person. Was talking he's got to get on base to score, you know. Yeah. Okay, Roger. Yeah, but I think he was a leader too, right, Mark? Yep. I mean, right. I mean, he was the longest Yankee captain. I mean, so I mean, yeah, it, yeah. people, you know, he, he was he led by example. I mean, yes, guys, guys like A. Rod, Garcia, Parra, you know, could hit more home runs, maybe. Right. Gar, yeah. You know, were better fielders, whatever. But you're right, Judah was the whole package, and he, he, uh, he set an example. A, all he uh, did was win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I, mean, I say, but Roger, you're a Yankee fan, and who are uh, you're a Yankee fan? Uh, Larry's a Yankee fan. So you're you're protecting. I'm not a Yankee fan. You know what I mean? I like Derek Jeter. Yeah. No, I'll go one step further. Uh, Derek Jeter is also a Yankee fan. Royalty. Okay. If you have 95% of Derek Jeter on the national show, it's deservedly so. And as a baseball fan, I've never, ever seen a ball player who had more great moments than Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter is in the conversation with all of the greats 
Uh, maybe yeah. not Babe Ruth, but uh, all the other Yankees, he is right there. And okay. anybody who says otherwise is absolutely wrong, and I am speaking right. totally objectively. Okay. What, about guys who, what about guys who have played on mediocre teams at 3,000 hits? Because, so, can you, I mean, look at look the Robin Young, okay. Al Kaline. They played on plenty of medi- mediocre teams. Who's to say? Paul Molitor. Mar- who's to say Jeter wouldn't have the same statistics? Well, close to it if he played on the if he played on the uh, Chicago Cubs when in there. Right, right. You know, that's that's, that's what the point is. Yeah, Roger. Yeah, I mean, this is the team he always wanted to play for. He wanted to be a shortstop for the Yankees. I mean, the pride of putting on the pinstripes and. You know, this this was this was his life goal. I mean, I agree. I said I agree with you, people. I'm just telling you yeah. the point of like a yeah. uh, discussion. No, we heard it all the time, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. You hear yeah. it all the time. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, just like you heard in the the lady is he, he's not a good shortstop. <laughs> he, he doesn't cover the ground. You know, you start looking at those stupid <laughs> ana- analytics. You know, he, you know, he, he is what 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 he is. He, they had five golden gloves. I mean, how, how about the years when they wanted to take him off the base? They were t- thoughts of taking him off the shortstop and putting him in the outfield. No, I think lost a step, step or two. What didn't work? Who didn't? Yeah. Who doesn't lose a step or two? Yeah, uh, Joe. No, I was just going to say that Jeter uh, never phoned it in. I mean, you got a guy. You watch a guy like Javier Baez, who has all the talent in the world. Probably has right. more raw talent. Than Jeter had, but he's got no discipline at all. Jeter not only had right. discipline, right. he just he discipline. never he never ever phoned it in. I'm not a Yankee fan, but he never phoned it in. Right. I was at that game in 2004 when he dove into the stand. Oh, remember that? Yeah, right. No? Yeah, I mean he was. That's true. Did you get it? Did, did you get blood on your hands when he dove? Right there, shot afterwards. I don't know, but it was just it was, a, it was an amazing game. It was an incredible play. It was after the ceremony. I I just looked up Google best shortstop ever, and of course the number one surprisingly was A Rod. They listed A Rod, Honus Wagner, Luper Dro, but Jeter was right there in the top five or six. Oh, Jeter okay. was right there, and to tell you the truth, besides Honus Wagner, uh. I put Jeter as my all-time greatest shortstop. And you know, you they say Hannes Wagner. Whoever wrote that never saw Hannes Wagner. Right. They're going right. on, they're going yeah. on stats, they're yeah. going on right. the guy's name, they're going on his baseball card that's worth six million dollars. <laughs> How do we know what type of player Hannes Wagner was? Right. You know what I mean, we don't know. They probably they never saw Lou Bedrow. By his stats, yeah. he was a great player. But right. Jeter's got to be there. Yeah. It's in the discussion. I agree. Yeah. Not Francisco Lindor. He wasn't up there on that list. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Let, let's God. move on. I'm, I'm, okay. I want, 10 years. I'd like to uh, uh, watch yeah, the, uh, the replay when I have a chance. All right. Let's go on to the Mets and Yankees. We'll, go, we'll do the Mets first because the Yankees, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, too. Uh, the Mets... Uh, Last week, we're coming off that terrible week, and then they uh, they were sixty five and sixty seven. Now they're seventy and seventy. They went five and three, and they got back into the playoff picture. They even got back to five hundred. I think they're seventy seventy right now. They're at five hundred, right. and uh, we still don't know what's happening with them. Yeah, you know, that that uh, National League East is 
lost two games. They They'll have to win it to get. They're not going to get any yep. wild card. They have to win nope. that division. No. And again, no. who knows who's going to get hot on that? They have Nimmo out with a strained hamstring. They mm-hmm. might not see him again. Um, he says he thinks he's going to be able to play after after ten days on the disabled list. Yeah, just like uh, Jacob Degrom's coming yeah. back, right? Right, right, right. That was just a quote from today's paper. It's like two, three weeks left, right? In the season, three weeks. Is that what it is? Yeah, well, yeah. Twenty-two yeah. more games. Twenty-some odd games. Twenty-two. Goes into the first week of October, I think, Mark. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So Alonzo, came up. Alonzo hit his hundredth, uh, and I have it. I think he has hundred and one now. Uh, second fastest to a hundred. He hit it in his 347th game. I think you mentioned this last week. Ryan Howard was the fastest to hit 300, uh, hit 100 home runs in 325 games. Uh, for the future, um, a name to write down is Mark Vientos. Have you heard about Mark Vientos in the Mets' farm system? Yeah, there was something in the paper about him the other day. Yeah, they moved him up. Uh, he's, he's a future big leaguer. They moved him from double A to triple A. He's 21 years old. He plays left field, can play third base, can play first base. Uh, Mark Vientos. I think he's a righty-righty. So maybe we'll see him down the line. Uh, There's a unique feat in in, in one of the Met games this past week. Top of the first, first pitch to leadoff batter Miguel Rojas. He hits a home run. Marlins are up 1-0. The bottom of the first, the first pitch to Jonathan Villar. Home run. That was the first time in Major League history since 1985 that something like that ever happened. Really? Long time. Yeah. So now I'm worried. And if you're a Met fan, you got to be worried about Edwin Diaz. Sure. I don't know what we're going to do. And are you not worried about him? So, you know, he throws the ball so hard. He has that slider. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he blows a couple of games, and now you have to worry about him. So we got to we got to think about we who's we me. I got to think about <laughs> uh, on who the best closer in Mets history was. You guys have any thoughts on this? Billy Wagner, yes, Roscoe, Franklin, Roscoe, Roscoe, Billy Wagner, Wagner. Tug McGraw. I don't even have Tug McGraw on my list here. Yeah. No, I mean, we'll never say that. Yeah. Who's his father? The, the country singer, right? Johnny Franco. Did someone say Johnny Franco? Yeah. 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 How Just about Armando Benitez? Oh, oh, God. No. No. He's in the same category as Edwin Diaz now. Francisco Rodriguez. Francisco Rodriguez, oh, no. A-Rod. Oh, A-Rod. A-Rod. Oh, he had a uh, yeah. Uh, Roger McDowell was he ever a closer for them? He might have closed. Yes, for a short time. Yeah. Jesse Roscoe. Yeah, Roscoe Franco, Billy Wagner. Yeah, maybe in those top three. Yeah. Billy Wagner, uh, yeah. Does anyone know um, what happened? Why they allowed? the Mets announces to be in Washington this past weekend. Hmm. First of all, did you know that for the last two years, the away announces how, how to be, how to work back in their either home studio or their home stadium 
and watch the game through the um, monitor. Yeah. Yeah. Last weekend, um, Gary Cohen and Keith Hernandez were actually in, what do they call that, D.C. Stadium? I don't know what they call it. I think so. Nationals Field. Nationals Park, whatever. Whatever. So (laughs) no one knows why. I couldn't figure out why unless they were testing it, allowed to test it to see what was going on. Maybe. Guess it was a short hop. A short hop, but but yeah. it just so happened that in this Marlin series, they're back in they're back in New York. It went back. I don't know what happened, Fred. Any idea? Mm-hmm. I just want to say something about last night's game, Mark. Since you're a big Met fan, what do you think of Rojas' strategy of not walking the mm-hmm. guy who got the winning oh, winning hit, God. the Marlins' best hitter? Best hitter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think both. Actually, I think both managers, the Yankees the and Mets, so managers are, are, are lacking. Well, yeah. I think he's going to finish out the, with 20 games left, 20 games, yeah. and then yeah. he's history. I can't yeah. see this continuing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're going to get a new, get a new uh, GM. So they'll well, probably if, if they make yeah, the playoffs, something else, GM. I don't know. But they're not going to make, yeah. in my opinion, they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, that's my opinion as a fan. Uh, Howie? Well, this is what I was going to bring up with you, Mark. But, yeah, uh, go ahead. Uh, Fred brought it up already. Behind. He, he could have walked De La Cruz because behind him was this yeah. guy, Luan Diaz, who had only four hits all season and right. 37 at-bats. So I don't know why he didn't do it with an open base. But yeah. I think in the top oh, of the inning, I believe it was the 10th inning, he hit Ross up the hit for uh, McCann. But instead, right. <laughs> Davis, he sends up the other catcher. Patrick Mazika. Mazika, yeah. Mazika, uh, yeah. And the, the pitcher has a slide that was tough on right-handed batters and Mazika back left-handed. But Davis is a much more accomplished hitter. Howie, here's the quote from today's paper why he did that. <laughs> it's the matchup once again. Bender, the pitcher, is a guy who has a sinker-slider mix. It's really tough for right-handed hitting. <laughs> That's what we wanted with the pinch-hit decision to bring the lefty bat in. That was the quote from the manager after the game. Yeah. What's he going to say? <laughs> What's he going to say? I blew it. <laughs> yeah. He's a manager. He's got to make the decisions, yeah. but he made the wrong decision. Yeah, right. This 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 rule is starting off on second base. That's yeah. It's got to go. Yeah. It's got yeah, to go. That's crazy, yeah. too. Yeah. I think it is going, isn't it? I think so. It's going. Yeah. And, and Mazik was batting 196 against righties. <laughs> and he's a left and he's a lefty batter. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes well, I think that's overrated, well left versus right, right versus. What, Alan? He's not hitting well to begin with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. He got a couple of infield hits when he first started with them, and yeah. I love them. They weren't even hits. They were. They were. He's been hitting the ball. He actually hit the ball pretty hard. He hasn't gotten much yeah. results, yeah. but he, he had been hitting okay. Uh, maybe he gets along well with the pitches. Maybe that's the reason why they keep him. <laughs> then I heard. Thank you, Howie. Then I heard that uh, they might be breaking up the uh, the Gary, Keith, and Ron team. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, sure. Not permanently, but Ron Darling. You know, he also works for uh, TBS. Right, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sunday, and now yeah. TBS got the Tuesday package. Oh. So besides, so he, he's he's like taking over as the number one uh, analyst mm-hmm. for TBS. So Good wherever TBS broadcasts a baseball game, he gets the first call. And he and and it's in his contract. 
So there'll be quite a few games that uh, Gary and Keith might be alone, or they may drag like Todd Zeal, Anthony Wrecker, uh, Anthony Wrecker, right. uh, Anthony Wrecker in there, or, you know, one of the old general managers, or Bobby Valentine may commit to do it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So that's the deal. That's that's, that's going to happen down the line. All right. How about the Yankees? How about, uh, okay, how about, so they were 77 and 56 that? last week when we talked. <laughs> they're 70, 77 and 56. Now they're 78 and 61. So they went one and five. Ouch. Okay? Couldn't beat the Orioles. Yeah. Okay. I know that uh, Michael, he's mm-hmm. still there, Michael, right? You've been awfully quiet the last uh, 45 minutes. <laughs> but he has a rant that he put on Facebook yesterday. And I, I told him it's a great thing to bring up as a Yankee fan. You want to go now, Michael? All right, let, let me go. But let me ask a quick question to uh, the panel here. Does anybody remember Sparky Lands? Remember who Sparky Lands was? No. He had a psychiatrist years ago. And he huh. was the team psychiatrist. The Yankees need a psychiatrist because what's going on with them? <laughs> <That's hard one. laughs> I think in the 80s. Okay. First of all, Boone should left should have left well enough alone and stayed with Velasquez and Odor in the infield instead of what he did. Yeah. Uh, resting players because of 20 straight games proves costly. Wiseka's uh, injury kills the bullpen. They overworked him. Now he could be kaput. Uh, Andrew Haney and Brooks Kresge stink, <laughs> and they must be banished forever. Joey Gallo batting second at 195 oh. makes no sense. Judge, Stanton, and especially Voight are pressing terribly. Urshela and Glaber needed at least two more weeks in Scranton. Kubler needs more time to build up his arm strength. Severino should be helping in the bullpen already. This is before yesterday. Lewis Gill, with his uh, zero ERA, should have never been taken out of the rotation. Chad Green is capable of throwing the stupidest home run pitches ever. And number 12, and you'll all agree with this one, Derek Cole's hamstring, I wrote Olive. Okay. We need a we need a psychiatrist on that team. Because how does Stanton any everybody here on the panel could hit exactly the way Stanton hits when he's not hitting, including myself. Okay. How does he get like that? How does a coach allow him to hit like that? All right. He just goes he's, a, it, it's, he's uh, always been streaky. Yeah. But he needs always. a psychiatrist. He's a guest he looks, leader, and he was guessing right. He can look absolutely terrible at times, Stan. Yeah. You know? So why isn't there a coach on the team or a psychiatrist on the team that could figure that one out, right? Judge also. What is Judge? Is, judge can't hit anything all of a sudden. And Voight is pressing in, incredibly, you know? Yeah. And uh, it, it's unbelievable. And it could be – I wish it could be analyzed better. It's just yeah. not analyzed. It's like a mystery – as uh, in, the, in the baseball world, that, how, does, how does it go? Like Void two weeks ago was like like the AL Player of the Week. That was great, and all of a sudden now he can't hit. I mean, right. I never played baseball, but how does that like happen? I mean, just in, in one yeah, week, the guy goes from bad habits. I'll you, tell you. I'll tell you. Bad, bad habits somehow. Pitchers change. Pressure. You know the teams change. The pitches change. Heck. I play softball. Some days are fabulous, yeah. and other days are just not. Yeah. Mm. Right. And, right, right. You have up and down. You have good and bad days. 
Yeah, but seven times out of ten times you make out in baseball. That's it. Right. Well, oh, that's, that's, that's true. Cool. Yeah, I mean, if you hit that's what I say. Baseball's a game of failure. And, uh, you know, you get the ball really, really well, but right at somebody. The Yankees' Achilles heel has always been that a lot of the guys strike out a lot. Yeah. And they added a guy like Gallo, who also strikes out a lot. A lot. If they're right. not on, Capital if they're not L. on, it's a, it's a rally killer. You've got yeah. two guys, Ursula and uh, LeMayhew, you know, who are good contact hitters. But the rest of the club, for the most part, they just, they do, they strike out a lot when they're not playing well. Yeah. How do you figure out right now, the best two players on the Yankees are Brett, Brett Gardner and Nestor Cortez. They're the best two players on the Yankees right now. <laughs> you, you have to stop thinking that seven out of ten is the norm. It's not. It's uh, You know, I heard they got a new pitcher today. The one out of four and it's... Six and a half is right. Yeah, they got Dick, Dick Raddatz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, you had your hand up. What's yeah. that, Roger? Yeah, no, it goes back to like what Tori said. Yeah, I mean, if you're not hitting three run home runs, yeah. you got to play small ball. You got to manufacture yeah. runs. Right. But but to yeah, Michael's point, that. also, I mean, these guys clearly a lot of them don't know the strike zone. I mean, That's Judge right. incredibly is always swinging the things way out of the strike zone. Way out, way out. Yeah. So I mean, that, yeah. right, the good hitters, right, would be successful three out of ten. Like, like Alan said, right, one out of four, or one out of five. No, it can't hurt to put the best players at seven, eight, nine. And shake it up a little bit. What's the difference? That works sometimes. So we bought time. Yeah, yeah. Give him a chance. Do something different. Have yeah. the pitcher back. Well, they've had five and put the God put the time different five. lineups. Well, I mean, you have to and none of them work. Yeah. yeah. The Yankees have had more starting lineups uh, than anybody any of the other teams. Joey Gallo, is, is he uh, is somebody, he under contract for next year? Or is yes. He, yeah. yes. Yes. Yes, he's under contract, yeah. Yeah, he was not as free agent. Yeah. Also had most a, more injuries too. Plays yeah. a nice left field, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, he's Rizzo's got power, the free agent but... after this year. He was hitting about two ten, I think, on the uh, whatever yeah. team he was playing for. So. Yeah, Texas. He, 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 you know, he was never going to be an average hitter. He's he's either a home run or walk or a strikeout. Yeah. Right, right. But he got Dallo got on base a lot. He would walk. He would. He could strike out for you two hundred times, but he walked a lot. Right. But yeah. he's not even. He's not even hitting for the Yankees. He's seeing like one thirty-two. I yeah. saw. And yeah. 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 He's got sixty-one. Well, this is before last night. Sixty-one strikeouts and one hundred and twenty-three at bats. Did he play last night? He must have played. Yeah, I think he got a hit. Almost. Almost, almost hit. exactly half. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. That's yeah. Exactly right. He's leading the major uh, leagues. What I don't understand, what I understand in general is how the hitters on a predictable situation throughout baseball, but we see it mostly in, in the Yankees, that's the games I watch the most, are swinging up pitches that are five feet in front of the hit the dirt five feet in front of the yeah. plate. I don't understand that. Why either. is that? I don't understand it. Is it well, such a feet. guessing game? Yes. You can predict almost. You look for the fastball, and they they do what they do the changeup. Yeah. But the announcers are telling you in advance this, the next pitch is going to be in the dirt. <laughs> As a hitter, you should know the pitch is going to be in the dirt. If the announcers are able to see what the sequences are, what's going on, 
it's, it's a game today. We should be able to predict a lot of the pitches. And the hitter should be in that situation. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. I just don't understand it in general. I never played baseball because of my eyesight. I wish I would have been able to, but that's that's the predictability in it. Yeah, a hundred mile per hour fastball, and mm -hmm. they let up on it, and it goes to like say ninety. It's a big difference. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, a big same difference. motion, and you you got to start your swing early, and nope, it's coming in slower. Yeah, <laughs> committed. It's and all of a sudden the sinker. You're swinging, and the singer is down a, a eight, ten inches or off the plate, uh, and and you've already swung. I mean, you you are not expecting it, and you swing. Maybe I mean, baseball I, I is was, the hardest game to play. I was perfect at that. I struck out no matter what they sent me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> not, Eddie, not Eddie Goodell. He just stood there and He did his job. What was Eddie Goodell's number? He got a, a box of uh, sugar pops, I think. What anyway. Was it half? One eighth. One eighth? One eighth, I think, right? Yeah. All right. So, uh, Right now, the Yankees are in the second wild card. Is that what it is? The second yeah. Boston jumped ahead of them in the first wild card. And Toronto is right on their tails. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what's happening. Seattle is doing better than the A's right now. By really, yeah. you know, still three weeks to go. Right. Got to win as many games they as possible. Get hot again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's the steal on that. Anybody else want to continue on the Yankees as we should move on? Move on. I don't move want to on. So this weekend, the Mets and the Yankees are going to be playing in the, the Subway Series. Mark, Fred had a question. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Mark, I was going to say something about the 9-11 Series, but go ahead. You, you, you're bringing that up. I started up, and you could uh, pick it up yeah. from me. Uh, the players got the okay to wear the 9-11 um, the caps, the the uh, oh, the uh, the police department caps, the fire department caps, port authority caps, department of sanitation. I realized that was up there too, and the corrections <laughs> the, uh, department, the corrections caps. So they'll be wearing that during the game on uh, Saturday evening. There's going to be uh, a fancy ceremony before Bobby Valentine. Yes, will throw out the first pitch to Joe Torrey. Okay. So that right. be cool. And it'll be televised unless you guys have tickets for the game. And I think they said around seven o'clock to start in the proceedings. Yeah. Okay. So that should be interesting this weekend. Get to see the Yankees and the Mets. So who are we rooting for? That's a tough one. <laughs> I guess one. you got to root for your home team at this time. Very <laughs> your tough. team. They, they both need the games. They both need the games is right. Yeah. Big game. Big game. So the Giants became the first team to win 90. We've been doing this all year. Yeah. And they got their way to 90. Uh, Tampa Bay is right on their tails, of course. Uh, but they did it uh, yesterday. They're 90 and 50 to 40 games above 500. Wow. If you took this bet early in the, before the season started. predicted that. Nobody did. Nobody did. And, uh, and, they're e and, and they're equally as good at home as on the road. Is that so? 45 and 23 at home, 45 and 20, 27 think, on the road. I think Colorado has the best home record. 45 and 27 at home, Colorado. Yeah. Also amazing. Uh, that's the yeah. best thing. Yeah. Close. But yeah. the worst 50 on the road, though. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, the good, congratulations to them. And uh, uh, Albert Pujols. 
679 home runs. You get one less, I think, mm. was it last night or two nights ago? Tuesday. Two nights ago against, uh, St. against the Cardinals. Against St. Louis. Against St. Louis. And, um, of course, he got a standing ovation. That was the first time he went, I think, went back to St. Louis to play, and he hit a home run. Good for him. Uh Remember, we talked about Gregory Polanco a few weeks ago that he got oh, dropped yeah. from the Pirates, but he really didn't get dropped. Eventually, yeah. they dropped him, and the Blue Jays picked him up. I don't know if he's playing in the series, but uh, Blue Jays have Gregory Polanco. And, of course, Wanda, did Wanda Franco get on base last night? Did anyone know? Uh, I got the box score here. I, I, uh, I saw he, an 0 for 3. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he walked. He walked. 0 for 3 with a walk. So that's 38 consecutive games that he's gotten on base. Juan DeFranco, 20 years old or younger. Wow. He, he passed Mantle. Mantle had 36, I believe. And now he's at 38. The, the record is 43 by Frank Robinson. Yeah. Wow. Juan DeFranco. Told you about him last year. If you wrote, the, wrote down, I did tell you last year about him. Uh, what else? How about this Marcus Simeon? Right. Wow. Hitting um, home runs. He has the all-time record for a second baseman for uh, the Blue Jays. He has 38 home runs. Marcus Simeon. Um, they, the, the, the Blue Jays offered him a contract extension. He turned it down. Good. Maybe He's going to the moon yeah. next Good. year. And I don't then, blame him. The A's, dropped, the A's should never have dropped him. I mean, they dropped him. They turned around and traded Chris Davis for uh, what's his name on the Rangers, who has flopped mostly this year. Yeah. And Simeon's had a great year playing second base, played shortstop with the A's. Yeah. Uh, it, it just shows how cheap the A's organization is. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, which means that what do you think about Billy Bean coming to the Mets? The Mets, yeah, there was an article <laughs> in the paper the other day. Really? Just a story, a story, yeah. story, Billy. Yeah. Dean, the same kind of. Uh, yeah. the, 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 the article said he, that he was fed up with Oakland and and not being able to try to re-sign Simeon, a local kid from that area, may have that's been the it. last week. He, he's fed up with the ownership. That's it. Yeah, all the ownership wants to do is get out of town. They want to go to Vegas. Uh, so it's 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 ter- it's a terrible situation because the fans that they have are really devoted but like yeah. like the raiders they're just leaving the same situation as the raiders yeah yeah yep same thing yeah so uh you saw the miami game the other Wait. night there's nobody in the yeah. state right there. right right i mean amazing so you buy the cheapest seat and you move down i did that there yeah sure same thing in Tampa. Look at Tampa. Nobody goes. No one goes. No one goes. Nobody goes. Send them back to uh, they keep Montreal. Montreal. They keep coming up with talented ball players. Yeah, yeah. Miami. So Vlad Guerrero Jr. became the youngest Blue Jay to hit 40 home runs. And his 40 and his father's 40. It's the first father-son duel to hit 40. Uh, but there was one other. The fielders. The second, the second, the fielders, right. Cecil and Prince also hit. Uh, what else? Oh, Cleveland had a streak that was broken the other night. They went 20 straight games with a home run. 
but they got shot out on Tuesday to the Twins. So that streak is older, over. And Nelson Cruz, at the age of 40, yeah. 41, right. the oldest major league player to hit 30 or more home runs in a season. Uh, he passed David Ortiz, who had 38. Darrell Evans had 34. So 41, 30. So he's the oldest. Good for him. Gerald, Fred, <laughs> Gerald wants to talk about, talk about Dick Road. Yeah. Fred. Yeah. I just want to okay. say, when we're talking to the Yankees, got to mention, Monday and Tuesday, the Yankees went consecutive games without an extra base hit. First time that's happened, two games in a row since June of 1962. Wow. I remember that day. Wow. Gerald wanted to have a few Nine words about, about Dick Rope. Remember Dick Rope? Sure. sure. Great yes. basketball player at Duke. Shortstop. Yeah. I wrote this out. Dick Rope told his sister in grade school that one day he would become an All-American in basketball and baseball and play both sports professionally and never spend a day in the minor leagues. He was an All-American in both sports at Duke University. He played for the Fort Wayne Pistons on weekends in the 1952 to 1953 season. He played in 26 games and averaged 11.9 points per game and never practiced with the team. He played on weekends while still attending Duke University. He was drafted overall third in the 1952 basketball draft. At Duke University, he popularized the jump shot. Red Orbach told Grote in his sophomore year at Duke that you are really a much better basketball player than a baseball player. Red oh, told others that he'd be much better off concentrating on the big round ball than the, than the little, little ball and could have a very nice NBA career. He was MVP in 1960 and won the batting title with a batting average of 325. He made a commitment to the Pirates and his father forced him to abide by the commitment and he signed with the Pirates. He grew up near Forbes Field and always wanted to be a Pirate. He told Branch Rickey that he wanted to play in the NBA and be a Pirate. He cited Gene Conley. Branch Ricky said to Grote, don't talk about Gene Conley. He was a pitcher who played every four days, and he was a backup center for the Celtics. You cannot play both sports. Grote's first love was basketball. He was on two World Series winners with the Pirates and Cardinals. In 2011, he was inducted into the National College Baseball Hall of Fame, becoming the first to be inducted into the National College baseball and basketball halls of fame. He was a radio color analyst of the Pittsburgh Panthers basketball team from 1979 to 2019. He was for many years, he, he has for many years described himself as being a retired basketball player. Mm. So he was quite an athlete. Uh, very, very accomplished wow. in both sports. Wow. But he's not in baseball's Hall of Fame. Correct. And and he uh, and Bill Mazeroski. Uh, yeah. He had he had a two eighty he had a two eighty six lifetime batting average. He wasn't a power hitter. Um, he hit I think less than three. Uh, he averaged less than three home runs per year in his fourteen year career. I think he had thirty nine home runs. Mm. He also played oh. for the Cardinals in the 
World yes, Series. Yeah, yeah. He was he was on the Cardinals World Series right? championship team in 1964. That's right. right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, how many batting titles did he win? One. 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 He one. won one batting title. Uh, he batted 325 uh, in 1960, I believe it was in the in the uh, championship year. Yep. Right. Right. But like I said, Mazeroski's in and he's not yeah. in. It doesn't make sense right. at all. All politics. All politics. Of course it's all politics. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Thank you on Dick Road bringing us back to back of those days. I remember. Uh, for you people are interested, uh, uh, to, tonight, uh, tonight, yeah, tonight, the Major League Network will premiere a documentary. Uh, it's called Looking Back at, um, at September 21st, 2001. At Shea Stadium, uh, that was the Mets' first game back after the terrorist attacks. And right. Piazza hits that home run. Um, oh, off of Steve Carse. Mm-hmm. Remember Steve Carse? A local yeah. boy. He went to uh, Christ the King High School. And, middle uh, Village. Boy. Yeah, Middle, middle village. village. And, um, and uh, they talk. It's a nice little documentary. Uh, John Franco, Alida, Dave Martinez. Uh, Mark DeRosa and Jason Marquis were also mm-hmm. local New Yorkers played in that game. Uh, at this show, it's called the the uh, the uh, documentary is called "Remembering the Game Tonight." And uh, mm-hmm. the other day was Mike Piazza's birthday. How old do you think he is? No. How old do you think Mike Piazza? I know how old he is. Fifty. Fifty-five. Fifty-three. Oh, wow, I'm uh, a baby. He's a baby. All right, yeah. football, football, football season starts tonight. I hope you guys had your fantasy drafts. Yeah. I certainly had my draft last night, and so we're all set to go. The Bucks and the Cowboys tonight. What's the the odds? The the Bucks, of course, are heavily favored. Um, so what do you think, Brady and his boys against Dak Prescott, Prescott and his boys? <laughs> Yeah, right. Who's quarterbacking for uh, for Dallas tonight? Isn't Prescott Prescott's in? Prescott. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Prescott. I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Watson. Yeah. Yes, well, the season uh, starts tonight. Yeah, so we'll hopefully, see. Tampa Bay will win. Hopefully, I think the betting companies is giving you, uh, I don't know, 10 to 1 odds or something. If uh, that Tampa Bay won't lose by 73 points. Yeah, I saw the same lady saying that. Yeah. They, they want to suck you into. Yeah. And they had a little article saying that there's no way the Bucks are going to repeat as world champs because it's been, I don't know how many years since the last time an, F, an NFC team has won back to back titles. But, but also the Bucks are the only team to have all. 22 starters back the next year. Yeah, but they're one year older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one year the Giants old. play Tell at home on Sunday against another oh, Giants at home against the home Denver. 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 And oh. the Jets are playing Carolina and um, what's his name? Sam Donald. Sam Donald. Sam Donald. <laughs> but I'm happy Red Zone wow. returns. You guys have Red yeah. Zone? Yes. It's the greatest show to watch. Oh, I love that show. You don't watch the games, right? You just watch. Don't watch the games. Just watch red zone. <laughs> <laughs> I, told I, son, I, told, I told my son you do that. He says 
He says, that's a great idea. I said, well, I don't know. I got to watch the Giants. I can't. No, I watch it. He covers the Giants? No, no, no. He, he he's not much. He doesn't cover much football. Oh, okay. College football he covers. Yeah. He's doing oh. the yeah. from the couch. So uh, <laughs> the, the Ravens picked up uh, on Bell. Because they, well, they, had a problem, they had a problem with their running backs, uh, Justice Hill uh, and uh, J.K. Dobbins got injured. They're gone for the season. They have a Gus Edwards, but they signed Le'Veon Bell as yeah. runners. Did, Go ahead. Did anyone pick up uh, Latavius Murray? He was cut by the Saints over a contract. They wanted him yeah. to take less yeah. money. Right. And I he, he, he cut. I didn't declined. Know he he, he'd he be declined. a great pickup. I thought uh, the Ravens would go after him. Yeah. Um, he refused a salary reduction. And right. uh, as far as I know, no one picked him up. But believe it or not, he was in the draft last night. <laughs> it's a fair oh, really? draft. Yeah, I didn't touch him. Um, <laughs> the Texans named Tyrod Taylor as their opening day uh, starter with Deshaun Watson still on their roster. Still there. Still, yeah. there. still there, collecting the money yeah. and all that stuff. There were one, two, three, four deaths in football this past week. Really? Um, yeah. They mean Still something one. to you. I had four on my list here. Uh, David Patton Jr., remember the receiver for the Giants, the Patriots, yeah. the Browns, yeah. Washington, the cent- 12 season? Oh, yeah. Um, he caught Tom Brady's first postseason touchdown pass wow. back in 2002. He died of a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. 47 years old. Young guy. Uh, Keith yeah. McCants. Does that name oh, yeah. sound from Keith yeah. McCants? Yeah, that was a, it was a sad, sad story. Drug, Drug overdose. Former yeah. Buck, first round pick in 1990. All American with Alabama. Right. Drug overdose. Dead. That's right. Uh, former NFL offensive uh, lineman with the Steelers and oh, broadcaster. Punch Ilkin. Yeah. 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 ALS, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Turkish born player, two time pro bowler. He died with, right, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. He was a Steeler from 1980 to 92. He played for the Packers for one year. He's on the Steelers' all time team. Team played 177 games. He was also a radio uh, analyst for them for a couple of years. He, He died. And then mm. just learned yesterday that remember Sam Bam Cunningham. Cunningham. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. USC. USC versus Alabama. Right. right. 71 years old, former All-American fullback. Who talks about He's the older brother of Randall Cunningham. Right. Right. The older right. brother of Randall Cunningham. Right, 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 yeah. right. And he was instrumental in, in changing Bear Bryant's uh, view. Of black yeah, players, right? Right. He ran right. wild against uh, uh, Alabama, Alabama and the first game of the year, and they had they had a, a black quarterback that had another black running back. Uh, they the whole backfield, was black. whole backfield was black. And Bear Bryant woke up and said, "You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had made me on to something." So he really yeah. integrated the game. Good, good for him. Stuff was good for him. Mark, let me let me just say something. Go ahead, Since go. Since you're on a, a sad topic, I mean, sad things that are happening in sports. I was listening to uh, Boom, not Boomer, Carton and Roberts uh, on the way here, and they were talking about uh, a week from Friday, there's a strong possibility that the Yankees and the Mets could be elim- eliminated for the play- from the playoffs. The Jets could be 0-1, and, 
Mm-hmm. And the Giants will be 0-2. <laughs> we really want to look at things negatively. Case scenario. Huh? Write that down and see if it's that not, becomes a reality. Yeah. It's not right. so far-fetched. That's not very there. interesting. No. So uh, college football was in full swing. They were oh, there were 191 games <laughs> in college wow. football this past weekend. I counted all the results. It took me a few minutes because that's really small print. <laughs> But I, and I watched some of the games. Um, a couple of the people you have to watch out for. Um, Alabama has his quarterback, his sophomore, Bryce Young. He's supposed to be right. really good. Oklahoma has a quarterback, Spencer Rattler. He could be a Heisman uh, candidate. Georgia is supposed to be a very, very hot team. They're number two. Yeah. They moved up. They got COVID, though. COVID, though, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when Notre Dame beat Florida State, but there was a very interesting story in that game. Did anyone know the story with the uh, Florida State quarterback? You want to tell it, uh, Fred? Yeah. The guy had devastating injuries and three years ago. I think he was at Central Florida. It hasn't played in three years. They almost wow. had very to amputate his leg. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's how bad the injury was. It was similar to what Alex Smith had. Yeah, and he came back oh, and uh, wow. played for Florida State. Uh, so Mackenzie Milton, Milton is his name. So you could uh, uh, write his name, see how he does. A Notre Dame quarterback, Jack Cohn. Not Cohen, but Cohn, Cohn, C-O-A-N. He's uh, from out here. See, uh, he's from the, uh, from no, he's not. He's from Sayville. Oh, Sayville. Yeah. <laughs> I said Sayas. Steve is a Suffolk boy, so don't tell him. Uh, he threw for 366 yards and four TDs in his uh, debut. I think he came wow. from Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. And Nebraska beat Fordham. What is Fordham doing with Nebraska? Well, I, I, got, I got another one for you, Mark. This weekend, LRU, which is the new name for CW Post. Right. Playing at West Virginia. Yeah, for some. Um, yeah. I don't know. They sign up. They want to like. Uh, see no, it's money. Five hundred thousand dollars. That's why. Mark, it's all. It's all about money. Five hundred money. Fordham got I think half a million dollars. And get a big payoff, and it goes to their whole recruiting. Let them go. Let them go. Okay. They, they did get a touchdown. They lost fifty-two yeah. to seven. <laughs> they were winning so, seven nothing. They were. <laughs> Presbyterian <laughs> College. Didn't know there was a Presbyterian in South Carolina. Carolina. That quarterback, write this name down. Ren Hefley, H-E-F-L-E-Y. He threw for 10 touchdowns. Wow. As uh, he beat St. Andrews, never knew where they are, 84 to 43. Oh, that was it. I saw that score. Yeah. And then there's reports that the University of Central Florida, Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati all want to join that Big 12 conference because that's the conference that lost texas and oklahoma and uh they want to join that conference so and they're, they're going to be welcome but let them be uh any any basketball news or hockey news i, I, so much. I just got one hockey note yeah sydney crosby's gonna miss the beginning of the season he's having surgery on his wrist he's gonna be out at least six weeks is that good if you're <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> Can't be good, Mark. Him is not good, and then yeah, and the Penguins. Not good for the Penguins, good. Yeah. So the the WNBA inv- unveiled their top twenty five players of all time. Of course, their twenty fifth anniversary. See how many of these names you know besides Sue Bird, who's on the list, and Diana Taurasi is on the list. Sylvia Foles, Candace Parker. 
Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Barry Parker's sister. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Brianna Stewart, we know, right? Yep. Yeah. right? Uh, Brittany Griner, she's yep. yes. Yes. Barely. Oh, six foot six something. Foot, yeah, six foot eight. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, six, six, eight. Simone Augustus. No. Swin Cash. Yes, yes. Connecticut. They put a liberty a little bit too. Yeah. Connecticut. Tamika Catchings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Arby Catchings' daughter. daughter. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tina Charles. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Rutgers, I think, right? Oh, Connecticut. No, Connecticut. And, and before and, that was uh, Christ the King. Right. She's from the area. Cynthia Cooper. Names. Uh, uh, Elena Deladonna. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big shot. Yolanda Griffith. She's supposed mm. to be a picture. Mm. Becky Hammond. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Who, who had yeah. interviews Liberty. for uh, yeah. jobs. Assistant coach at the first. Lauren Jackson. She's a big shot. Lisa Leslie. Yeah, the sports. Yeah. 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 Angel McCautry. McCautry. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Maya Moore. She's a big oh, shot, too. Yeah. Uh, Neka Miki. Sorry, sorry, honey. I, I can call you honey. Sorry, ma'am. I can't pronounce your name. Uh, Tisha Penachero. Sorry. Cappy Poindexter. That name sounds familiar, right? Katie Smith, not the one who sings God Bless America. Katie. Katie. <laughs> Cheryl Swoops. Yeah. Yeah. Tina, Tina Thompson. It's Tina Thompson. And Lindsay Whalen. Sure, most of them. Uh, the fans will be voting for the greatest all-time woman and will be revealed at their uh, finals. Okay. And, uh, of course, uh, Gonzaga, their head coach, oh, yeah. was charged for driving under the influence. Oh, oh wow. And for Gonzaga. And uh, Mark Few is yeah. his name. Yeah. And I don't know. They haven't commented on it, the matter yet. Yes, he had a few too many, huh? Oh, oh. oh bad good joke. One. I know. Good one, Fred. Bad pun. Okay, so the U.S. Open. Any of you guys went to any matches? No, but we've been no, watching. No, watching on TV. Watching them. Milton, you didn't go? No, but I have a few words. that some of the greatest tennis I've ever seen. Some right. of the young kids are terrific. Yeah. The woman, Fernandez, is in the yes. semifinals. I'll be rooting yep. for her. And, um, She's Canadian, right? Yeah. 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 It's just unbelievable, the point, how, you know, one set could take over an hour. You know, They're going four hours, some of these matches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. last night. Oh, well, you, I always used to go, okay. but just didn't want to be, you know, my wife didn't want to go into the crowds, and we can watch it here. And uh, watch it. as I always said, I'd rather be playing than, you know, watching it. But so, uh, Djokovic is two wins away from yep. winning the Grand Slam. Right. But he's going to have competition, right? Yep. yep. How do you pronounce uh, uh, the guy from Germany? Severa. Severa. Oh. You pronounce it a different way than, than it looks. There's the Z-V-E-R-E-V. Canadian guy. You can play. Yeah, he's in the semis. And... He uh, looks something. The bathroom boy was stunned by a Spanish teenager. <laughs> the guy we talked about last week who ran awesome. to the bathroom every five oh minutes. So he's gone. And then how but about it, this other woman who made the... Um, from Britain. From yeah. Britain, right? The uh, yeah. Emma Radicano. You got yeah. it, Mark. Radicano. Ranked 150th, but she had to qualify to get in. Right. Wow. 
Wow. And she made it to the semis. So it's, it's, yep. that's really amazing, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's... Yeah, right place at the right time. So what are your picks right now? Anyone have any picks? Just I'm really... going with Novak. Yeah, yeah. the chances are he'll win it all. He lost his Varev in the Olympics, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. So he has to make it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, is the same surface as the Olympics? I don't know. I don't know. Hardcore? I don't know. I think so. I would yeah. imagine it is. Yeah. And what about the ladies? You think this Fernandez girl can go all the way? Possibly. What is the next Greek girl? The Greek girl has not lost a, 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 a set yet. Who's that? The British girl won each straight sets yeah. each of her wins so far. Yeah, well, two two wins away. So it'll be very interesting to watch the semis in, in both the men and women to see what happens. Stay tuned. We'll talk about it next week. All right. In box, I can move a little fast here. In boxing, uh, Oscar De La Hoya tested oh, positive yeah. for COVID and won't fight former UFC champion Vita Belfort on Saturday. Instead, Evander Holyfield. Where'd they right. find him? He's <laughs> back. He's all home. <laughs> Maybe he'll get his ear bitten off again. Oh. How old is Holyfield? 58 or something? Yeah. Good God. I don't know. Um, what else I have here? The uh, NASCAR wants to do a race inside the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. How the hell are they going to do that? <laughs> I don't know. More to, come on, more to come on that. Uh, soccer, you, I guess you heard... Uh, Pele had a tumor removed from his right side of his colon. Pele is 80 yeah. years old. Supposedly he is okay. And they're still talking about it. And they're not, people are not very happy about doing the World Cup every two years yeah. instead of four years. And uh, is that a, a done lot deal, of controversy Mark? on this. They haven't is that a done deal? No. Worn it down. No yeah, they didn't want it. Danny, any bowling news to tell us? Oh, no bowling. It was fun. I think no you should bowling. make a, a, some sort of a special mention. I left you out the last month. I wanted to bring you in. Uh, oh. Something special on the Paralympics. I watched a little bit here and there. Yeah. I'm just totally amazed at these people, what they do on, they the, on, the, on the field, uh, in, in, in the, the, the races. And, and this blind girl from Mignola, the swimmer, absolutely incredible. Hmm. You know, we talk about all these multi-million dollar players all day long and all the time, but these guys are just, just absolutely amazing of what they do. I wish there would be more on prime time as opposed to seeing a little bit of Paralympics here and there on, 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 on certain specialized sports channels. Yeah. It's a shame. Like yeah, the, pay the know, package to see like them. They are really athletes. Those are really athletes. Yeah. They, they, they would beat us, right? If we had... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the other thing Mark, is you mentioned, all these people that have died that are younger than most of us on this Zoom meeting. Makes you think a little bit. You know, yeah. 70, yeah. 71, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's be thankful for what we have, guys. Yeah. 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 Amen. Definitely. Amen. We, we just bet on it. We don't, we don't play on it. Okay. Yeah. So let's we have about 10 minutes to do some uh, trivia questions to wrap up the show. So who wants to go first? Stephen, yes, you're ready. Go. Okay, I got one. 
when Gil Hodges became the manager of the Mets, they had to trade a player to get him. Who was it? Bill Dennehy. You got it. Wow. Very good. He was Whoa. also on the, uh, the rookie card with Tom Seaver. They had that's right. That's right. I have that, Do you card, have that card. I have it by me. Yeah. I don't know. Was it worth, worth anything? It must be worth something. Seaver's on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else? Okay. Uh, uh, Gerald, then Michael. Go ahead. Who was the first major league pitcher to give up 500 home runs in their career? Robin Roberts. Correct. And that record was broken by Jamie Moyer, who gave up 522 home runs. Wow. Jamie Moyer pitched wow. for about 30 years. Yep. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, yeah. did. he did. He was someone's son. Was it Gene Mark's son-in-law? No, uh, Digger, Digger Phelps. Digger Phelps? Digger Phelps' son-in-law. Coach, guy coached Notre Dame. And- yeah. Wow. yeah. All right, Michael, you got one? Yep. The last two MVP uh, switch hitters, uh, National League and the American League, I'll give you the years. The National League uh, MVP switch hitter, he did it in 1996. And the American League MVP switch hitter did it in 1971. Eddie Murray for the American League? No. Larry Walker for the National League? No, Walker wasn't a switch hitter. I thought he was switching. Oh, you know? the, the one who uh, Chipper Jones uh, eventually died of an overdose of drugs. Oh, uh, San Diego guy. Uh, Good. I forgot his name. Yeah. Good. Third oh, baseman. Third baseman. Yeah. Oh, I can't uh, think Ken Caminiti. Ken Caminiti. Yeah. Ken Caminiti. 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 Ken 71. 71 switch hitter? Yeah. Give us the team. Uh, that I'll give it away, but I'll tell you anyway. The Oakland A's. Oh, I sure think he's so Seven, hard. 71. 71. Didn't they win in 71, the A's? Yeah. 71. No, no. no two, three, and no. four they won, Mark. No. 71. Yeah, I'm trying to think of their their fielders. Yeah, Joe that Rudy, Abando, Rudy. Right, give, give, us, give us his initials for sake of time. All right, that'll give it away, but I'll give you the initials. V B. Who? Ida Blue. Ida Blue. Ida Blue. Blue. Oh, that's right. right. Switch hitter. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> You've heard that uh, question before. It wasn't. Yeah, true. good one. Forgot. Uh. All right, who else wants to uh, get into this uh, oh, trip? I just have a question. Is David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame? He's not no. Qualified. No. He's eligible. Yeah, he hasn't become eligible yet. Right. Next year, I believe. He'll be eligible next year. So will A-Rod, I think. How about Jim Rice? We'll see you. He's yeah. in. Yeah. I got a question ago. then. Yeah. He's the only Boston Red Sox player that had his number retired and is not in their Hall of Fame, in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So and a I've Boston seen, player has his number retired, but not, but not in, in baseball's Hall of Fame. Hall of fame. Johnny Pesky? That's it. Good one. Uh, it. Who, was, yeah. who was his second baseman? Bobby Dorr. Great. Yeah. Swinging Dorr. Go. Very good. Yeah. Very good. All right. Who else wants to get Gerald? What major league player hit a home run in a regular season game? First one to do it outside of the United States. 
Oh, so okay. Mm. That first game, Mexico, Japan, Dutch, Canada, no, Canada. Probably, probably Montreal team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rusty Larry Scott. Walker. <laughs> right, Legrand Orange. Uh, give us initials. M J. And like Neil. Mike Jorgensen. M is in Mary, J is in Jerry. Right. Somebody Mike, Mike Jorgensen. Someone said Jorgensen. No, no, it's not Mike. No. no. Oh. Mac Jones. Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. That's it. 1968. Very good. Very good. Wow. Wow. 68. Wait a second. 68. Wait, where was the game? Didn't they start in 60? When did 60. they? I thought 62 they started. They started right? No, he's talking about the. Um, 1969. To have a player hit 30 or more home runs in a season? This is a tough question. Name the last pre, pre-expansion pre team. So, in other words... Not the Mets. Not the not Mets, a- not the <laughs> Angels. Right. Not, not the, the Royals. The Colt 45s. Right. To have the last team to have a 30-home run season player. It's a White Sox. Initials BM. Played third base. Bill, Bill Melton. Bill Melton. Bill Melton is good. Bill Melton. Bill Melton. I have one here. If I have the answer, I have a question without an answer. I don't have the answer. Get the question. This is Jeopardy, Mark. <laughs> I have a question without the answer here. We got a few more minutes. Who's got a question? Okay, go ahead, Gerald. This is a fun question. Owner Bill Vec, owner Bill Vec, known for his antics and promotionals, the Eddie, the Eddie Goodell incident being one of them, pulled off a crazy promo on opening day in 1961 at Wrigley Field. What was it? Free beer. 1961. Say again. Players put their uniforms on backwards. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exploding scoreboard or something? <laughs> no. And, I, and when I give you the answer, I want to elaborate on it a little bit. It wasn't free beer. Like, yeah. or you'll never been get it, guys. That was Cleveland it, wasn't the, the it wasn't the disco record thing, right? That, that had no, some weight. No. Yeah. Let, uh, let, let me give you the answer and, right. and a little explanation. Go ahead. He, he hired all midgets as vendors. Oh, Beck figured that Beck figured that his new vendors would not block the view of fans while they sold their items. However, 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 he didn't figure on the weight of the trays versus the strength of the vendors. And by the end of the game, beer and soda had flooded every aisle. Announcer Jack Brickhouse said it was the strangest thing he'd ever seen. Oh. <laughs> Typical Vic. As in wreck. I don't know if you remember when, when Abbott and Costello, when Costello was selling hot dogs at the stadium, I think, and he had a roll, 
He put the hot dog in. He put the mustard on the, yeah. and the sauerkraut. And when he gave it to the person, he pulled the hot dog out. <laughs> one hot dog to 100 people. He had, his, he had his finger in there, remember? Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Michael, go ahead. Okay. In, in Jim Bouton's book, All Four, it was about a season for what particular team? Seattle Mariners. Seattle Pilots. 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 Right. Seattle Pilots. Good. Right. That was 1969, too. One season yeah. for the Pilots. Yeah, that's amazing, huh? Yeah. Fred. Before Jim Bouton, which pitcher wrote also a tell-all book about a, about a season? In, Jim Brosnan. Jim Brosnan. Jim Brosnan. Right. 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 Jim Brosnan. Same initials. Okay, Gerald. <laughs> a few more minutes, Gerald. I just wanted to quickly digress and answer some uh, questions that people had on my trivia questions last week. Very quickly, the origin of the nicknames "Big Poison" and "Little Poison" oh, that yeah. were given to, that were Waiters. given to Paul, that were given to Paul and his younger brother Lloyd, respectively, is from a game at the Pole Grounds during the 1970 season when a fan pronounced "person" as "poison." <laughs> as he called out to the brothers. One other, one other thing, Roger Breshnahan, in 1907, after creating many other pieces of useful equipment, Roger Breshnahan created the first batting helmet after getting beamed in the head one game. This was the start of helmets, even though they were not in widespread use. A batting helmet covers the back, top, and sides of the head and at least one ear. Wow. There you go. Mm -hmm. Trivia information. Yep. We love it. All right, boys, I'm going to pull the plug on you guys. Uh, I know we can go another half hour or so, but some people have to eat and some people have meetings to go to in a bit. Yeah, so so I want to pull the plug. I want to thank you guys for again coming on to show job, number 71. Thank you, Mark. And thank again, you, Mark. remind us that we'll, we'll <laughs> send you, you the link for Tuesday. Tuesday will be our next show. And yeah, we hope to see you all day. out there and have a okay. great, safe weekend and all that stuff. And be good. Okay. Happy New Year, Mark. Thank, Thank you all. Happy New Year. Take care, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.